Hey everyone, and welcome to the Growth Tribe podcast, where we're all about growing ourselves to create lives we effing love on our terms. I'm Ellen, and I'm a former biomedical researcher turned coach who fell in love with personal growth when it empowered me to transform my health, quit my PhD, travel the world, and start my own business. But don't get me wrong, I'm still figuring my shit out too, and I'm so pumped to share what I'm learning along the way. We've got amazing interviews, big stories, tips, tricks, and no bullshit action steps that we can all learn from. So with that, welcome to this episode of The Growth Tribe. Hey, babes, and welcome back to The Growth Tribe podcast. Oh, today. So we had that amazing, amazing interview with April earlier this week. And, you know, I said it in the description for that episode. I said it in the Instagram post that that was really, it was a message because April's a mom. It was a message for moms, wives, people who are entrepreneurs and trying to balance that entrepreneurship with these other roles that they have, these other hats that they wear. But what about the rest of us? What about those of us that don't have kids? You know, I said it in the podcast. I don't even have a pet. (laughs) Like, I am nowhere near taking care of small humans. I don't have a husband. I don't even have a boyfriend. I'm very, very single right now. So how does that apply to us? You know, we think of self-care a lot of times from the perspective of the physical. But I've experienced a slap in the face today that... Putting yourself first as someone who is, you know, they're just taking care of themselves. They're just trying to live their best life. Someone like me, that self-care and that putting yourself first shows up in a lot of different ways. So part of the slap in the face I received today was um, in reflection on the fact that I was at an incredible mastermind a few weeks ago. If you guys follow me on Instagram and all, at Coach Ellen, You know that I was in New Hampshire about 10 days ago for an unbelievable retreat with my mastermind babes. Shout out to all of you babes. Thank you for supporting me through what I'm about to describe to all of these listeners today. So we're at this incredible mastermind event and I left that event on fire. I had so much clarity. I had so much passion and excitement for this huge vision I have for my life, for what I want to do with this business, for what I want to do as a speaker, as an author, as an entrepreneur. Like, dude, you can hear it. I'm still so excited about that. And the week following that event, you know, there was no stopping me. I was like so much action toward that future that I want and know will happen for me. But this week has been a little bit different. This week has not been like last week. I have not felt that fire. This week has been a down week. It's kind of been like having a hangover, frankly. I have a hangover from a live event. Good God, I never thought I would say those words. But I do. And so then this morning, we had a call with those same mastermind babes, our our virtual little, little chat with all of us, and our coach, Amber. And I went to a local Starbucks to have that call. A, because it's been snowpocalypse around here and I have cabin fever and was sick of being in my house. But also because I knew that I very well could have ended up talking about some things at at that call and on that call that I wasn't 100% sure I wanted my parents to hear. And for those of you that aren't 
sure why I'm saying that is since I've been home from remote year, I've been living at my parents' house. I wasn't sure if I wanted them to hear some of these things that we were going to talk about on this call. So I went somewhere else to have that conversation. And as this call was going on, I could feel that, have you ever experienced when you know you're about to cry, that just kind of tightness you get in your chest, that tightness you get, you know, in your in your throat, where you literally feel like you're choking back tears. Have you ever felt that? I get that damn near every single time I know I'm about to cry. And I was listening to this call and I hadn't even, you know, shared my piece yet. I was just listening to the stories and the comments and the coaching that the other people on the call were receiving. And I could start to feel that. And then it got to be my turn. And in the middle of this Starbucks, I started bawling. I started crying because I I went from having that fire and that passion last week to this week just feeling overwhelmed, just feeling stuck, feeling frustrated because I'd had so much momentum last week. And then I feel like this week the world had been delivering me setback after setback and just mindset hit after mindset hit. It was all of these emotions, anxiety, frustration. You know, I'm the type of person that if I'm not producing, I don't feel like I'm doing what I should be doing. You know, I was talking to a gal on the call as we were chatting that if I'm awake, I feel like I need to be working, especially now, especially as an entrepreneur. You know, that's the kind of mentality we're sold. You know, even as even if you're not an entrepreneur, you know, we're we're told essentially that we need to be putting our everything into our jobs. That was, you know, the mentality I was served in graduate school. So we get this input, but simultaneously that, you know, I look at my life oftentimes by the fact that I left a respected career. I left a secure career. You know, to the outside world, the career I came from in academic biomedical research, the PhD program that I chose to leave, that was a secure and respected field. And coming from that, I can see and I guess the inputs I've received and or maybe this is just a limiting belief and a fear of mine, I mean, I'll let you be the judge of that, that I needed to compensate for the fact that I left that by working my ass off, by showing that I didn't just leave that so that I could fuck around and, you know, do whatever I wanted all the time. I left that so that I could work even harder toward my passion and my purpose. So that's kind of the lens I was coming from. That's the kind of perspective that I've often had on on creation. You know, I I am blessed and simultaneously cursed with the fact that content creation has never been a problem for me as an entrepreneur. You know, some people, that's something they struggle with, but not me. I'm constantly creating, constantly thinking of new content, new ideas, new Instagram posts, like whatever. My brain is constantly going. But in that moment, as I was crying in the coffee shop, my coach said to me, Ellen, you don't need strategy. You need to be soothed. You need to take a damn break. And it hit me that once again, I was being told that I needed to take care of myself. I needed to put myself first. And it's funny because so often we think of self-care as physical self-care. If you watch me at all on Instagram, you know that I got that shit dialed, basically. Like, it's still tough for me to show up to work out 
You know, it's definitely periodically still hard for me to turn down a glass of wine or a piece of cake. I like those things. But self-care from a physical perspective is always on my radar. Always. But I was told this a few months ago too on a high-performance coaching call that self-care is about more than just the physical. It's about the emotional. It's about the mental. And here I was once again a few months later getting hit with that exact same message. You know, this time it just happened to be breaking down crying in the middle of a Starbucks. And maybe that's what it'll take to have this message set in a little bit more for me. But for those of you that can relate to any of what I've just said, can relate to the fact that you're, you're a, you know, a single human with no, you know, small children to take care of, who still feels like they're struggling to take themselves, you know, take care of themselves and to put themselves first. If you're a person who is that type three Enneagram, you are a producer. You do measure how good of a day you've had by how many things you've checked off the to-do list. You do measure your goals and your success and your contribution, your worthiness on some level by your production. Then I'm talking to you. And I'm telling you that from that lens, you don't need to have a kid or to be a wife or be in a relationship to struggle with putting yourself first because I'm experiencing this firsthand in this moment. So if you're not prioritizing your physical self-care, do that. I'm not gonna belabor that. Just go check me out on Instagram if you wanna see more about that because I post about it all the time. Today's podcast episode is about how to put yourself first from an emotional and a mental self-care perspective. And I'm doing that today for this week, this weekend, you know? So here are some tips for how to go about doing that. One of the first things my coach said to me when I'm, you know, again, crying in my Starbucks is she said to me, when was the last time you meditated? Meditation is actually a practice I feel like I have pretty locked in, in terms of, you know, checking that box. So if you don't meditate, I encourage you to start. There's a number of apps out there that you can use. But what I realized today is that it's not just about, you know, checking a box, which is how I've been approaching meditation lately. It's about engaging in the practice. Don't half-ass it. Don't just be like, cool, I'm going to sit down for five minutes and be quiet. Because that's not what meditation is about. Get a freaking app. There's a lot of great ones with guided meditations. I love Calm. I've used Insight Timer as well. But sit your butt down and engage in the practice. Listen to the guided visualization. Really make an effort to quiet your mind. Because when you quiet your mind, you give yourself that space to take a a mental and emotional care of yourself. It's kind of like I always thought of meditation from a mental, emotional, self-care perspective is it's almost like the same way that a bubble bath kind of helps, you know, melt all of the muscles in your body. I feel like meditation does that for your mental and emotional state. But learn from my mistake and don't half-ass your practice. Really engage in it. Really focus on what you want to get out of it. Don't half-ass it. Learn from me. So that's tip number one is to meditate, but engage in that meditation practice. Tip number two is journaling. I love journaling. You know, I I consider myself to be a pretty decent verbal communicator, but there are times when 
I can't verbally communicate something because I'm frankly just not 100% sure how to articulate my feelings around it. There are a lot of things that I just need to write out. You know, journaling is a practice that I've only recently really, really started appreciating and gotten into because it's allowed me to work through some things that I've never been able to articulate otherwise. You know, whenever I have to have a tough conversation, I usually journal it out first. I'll write them a letter or something. But that's an emotional and mental self-care practice as well, is to dig into your emotions, some of the things you're experiencing, some of the things that you're maybe not 100% sure how to deal with, journal them out. Grab a notebook, get yourself a cute one if that's something that inspires you. I have a cute one that I got when I was in Port Townsend visiting my friend Melissa that says, um, this way to adventure. Super cute. It inspires me to write in it and I frankly just get so much out of writing. So journaling is another great practice. Another one, therapy. Therapy, friends. Ugh. One of the first episodes I did on this podcast was about getting a therapist and how beneficial it had been to me. But, but, just like meditation, you gotta engage in the practice. I have not connected with my therapist in a while. It's been a few weeks. What the hell is the point of having a therapist? They still get paid if you don't use them. I'm still paying her. But what's the point of having one if you're never gonna use it? Talking to myself real, real hard right here. But if you've never engaged in therapy, I'll go ahead and link that episode in the show notes of why I think it's so beneficial. But if you do have a therapist and you have not been using them, Ellen, I'm talking to you, Ellen, and I'm also talking to whoever of you out there needs to hear this. If you have a therapist and you're not freaking using her, she's not serving her purpose, right? I love the fact that my therapist is this unbiased sounding board, this unbiased person who I can share all of these experiences and messages with, but who can give me an unbiased, you know, opinion or who can just listen and tell me when I'm being unreasonable. I feel like that's half of her job is just being like, Ellen, no, that's not actually what's happening here. You're blowing this all out of proportion. But you got to use her. You got to use the therapist, just like meditation. Can't half-ass the practice or it's not a practice. It's just something you check off the list. That's how I've been approaching meditation, and frankly, it's how I've been approaching therapy too. So therapy is, again, a mental and emotional self-care practice that you can engage in, but you've got to actually engage in it. Last but not least, take some damn time for you. You know, April talked about this in her episode of how she told her, her husband, her, her daughter, you know, I'm taking a, mom's taking a weekend to, for herself. She's going to sleep in a comfy bed. She's going to sleep in. She's going to do what she needs to do for her. You know, I've been pretty good lately about taking me days, but I've only been doing it about once a month. They're great. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm only taking time once a month to do things that make me feel good, what the hell's the point of that? Like, that is not frequently enough, right? So we got to do something for ourselves. You know, this episode, it's Valentine's Day today. This episode's coming out on Valentine's Day. For all of my single peeps out there, what are you doing to show yourself some love, to put yourself first today? I've been single for a long ass time. And you know, I used to have some very, very enjoyable Valentine's Days when I was in graduate school. 
Not because I went out to dinner or did anything special with a significant other, but because I treated myself. Got myself a nice bottle of champagne, some great sushi, and I sat down and I had a chick flick night and it was freaking glorious. I love movie nights. Love them. You know, maybe maybe I'll treat myself to that tonight. Let my parents do whatever they want to do for Valentine's Day, but maybe that's what I need for some self-care right now. Maybe that's what I need is just give myself a little pampering from the mental and emotional perspective. Again, real good at the physical pampering. But what about the mental, emotional pampering? What can I do for myself to give myself that space, that time, to just do something that is purely, purely pleasurable from the mental, emotional perspective? And what can you do? What can you do to do something for you? To do something that is purely because it makes you feel good. And if you're struggling to come up with something, I want you to reflect back. Think about what April said. She said, reflect back on an instance where you did something that made you feel good. And do that again. Focus on that one thing. One thing. And schedule it into your life. I want you to do that. And if you're still struggling to think of something, please reach out. I I would love to connect with you. I would love to help you because this is something that I've neglected. And I literally came home and one of the first things I did is I wrote into my calendar when I'm going to engage in some self-care for the next few months. I wrote it in my calendar. And then I sat down to record this podcast. But don't worry, I'm disconnecting the rest of the day. But if you're struggling to come up with something, please, please head to coachellen.com slash transform. Let me know how I can help you. Because that is a way in which I would love to connect with you. That is a way in which, again, these are no obligation calls that we do. It is purely an opportunity for us to connect and an opportunity for us to find the best next step for you. And if today's episode has resonated with you at all, if the notion of me breaking down and crying in the middle of a Starbucks and realizing that I needed to engage in some freaking emotional self-care (laughs) either just maybe you want to laugh with me. I don't care. Go ahead and head to coachellen.com slash transform. Let's bond over embarrassing moments like crying in the middle of a Starbucks. And let's find the best next step for you so that you can do more for yourself so that you can put yourself first. Because friends, it's so damn important. I've gotten beat over the head with it today. Hell, in the last few months, And I felt like the universe, I can't believe I just said the universe, but I did. I did. I just said the universe. The universe is telling us, it's telling me that this is a message that I need to share. So you best believe I'm sharing it, friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. I hope these tips are actionable and tangible for you. And again, if you need help finding a place for this in your life, figuring out what to do that best serves you, head to coachellen.com slash transform and let's chat. Because damn girl, you deserve to take care of yourself. You deserve to put yourself first. And if you don't know what that looks like for you, let's help Let's help you find it. Let's do it together. I want to serve you in that way. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you all again next week. Later. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends so that they can join the tribe as well. Or better yet, share it on Instagram stories so that I can shout you out and send you a huge thank you. Your support means the world to me. And of course, I want to thank you for being a part of the Growth Tribe.